Welcome to the One Right Church podcast, where we will discuss what it's like to believe that you attend the only right church. My name is Mark Shaw, and I spent the first 45 years of my life in the Followers of Christ Church in Oregon City, believing I was in the One Right Church. Our hope is that by simply sharing our story, that we would urge people to look to the Bible for answers instead of their religious traditions. We want to encourage people to trust in Jesus for their salvation and not in attending the One Right Church. Let's get started. Hey, Scott. How you doing, Mark? Good. Well, we've uh, normally Mark introduces these things, but I'm going to put him on the spot a little bit today. And uh, we have um, we've talked about several of the things that are distinctive about uh, followers where you came from, mm-hmm. and um, but there's one that we haven't touched on yet. Hey. And uh, what what is what is that? Well, it has to do with. Uh, End times prophecies, okay. uh, predicting the end of time. That's been something that's happened multiple times that follow uh, two that I remember being told of. Probably two major ones. Yeah. Whether, yeah, I mean, maybe everyone has their opinion. I don't know yeah. about I don't know <laughs> yeah. about there, but everyone has their opinion. Yeah, or something. Yeah. I mean, I I've been asked about the end of times at Starbucks before. It's like, do you think this is the end of times? Right. So, I mean, I don't know. What what are you talking about when you yeah. say two major times? What are you talking about? Yeah, so the both both events at followers were considered like major spiritual revelation. Like one, the first one that I remember being told about was back in the thirties. Um, okay, someone spoke in tongues, like in a in a in a tongue that others in the room did not understand, uh, and then. I was told that they also interpreted what they spoke in tongues okay. to the rest. And that interpretation was that time would end, I think it was in 1936. And okay. so that was, that was the one event. But the biggest one really is, uh, it was just referred to as the dream or Walter's dream. Mm-hmm. And in... 1965 or six, uh, I'm not sure exactly, he told the church from the pulpit a dream that he had that there were, there were a lot of details uh, in it, but the two main things were baptism will come to an end in three years and time will come to an end in six years. Okay. And that was in like I said, 1965 or 66, and uh, it, it really changed the way people lived their lives even, were the stories that I was told. Really? Yeah. How like, would it change the way you'd live your life then? Um, a couple of different ways. I, I heard stories of people who went and tried to get their debts all paid uh, and everything, which great. I also heard stories of people who went and got loans that they never thought they'd have to say, pay for. I would I would yeah. go that direction probably. <laughs> yeah, but then pay everything off. Yeah, I heard a lot of um, a lot of stories like that 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 some people did both. So okay, um, but it what it did was it it helped them really to justify everything. It helped. Uh, I won't say that it helped. 
I grew up thinking it's okay that we're in the situation that we're in because of Walter's dream. Like, even though it didn't. Did, did it isolate? I mean, was it, did it serve to, like, isolate the community? Is that part of what happened, do you think? Well, they were. So what happened really was Walter ended up dying three years later. So he said baptism would end in three years. Then he died in three years, and therefore baptism at followers ended. Because he died. Because he died. Okay, so that so in some respect, that because that prediction came true, then the end of the world prediction, or end of time prediction, yeah. was was taken more seriously. Yeah. Even all the more believable for the you know I, I'm not saying anybody doubted it to begin with, but if right. they did, okay, now I mean okay. I, I could put myself in that in in those shoes and say, sure, well may, maybe there's something to this, and uh, so then when time didn't end, that's when it got. A little weird. I mean, okay, it's yeah. I mean, what? I mean, I'm familiar with it, with other people missing predictions. I wasn't around for this one, but yeah. Um, wh- why did it get weird? What do you mean? Well, it started. We've talked about it a little bit before, but this became something that Walter said from the pulpit. So it it had to be true, and. Sorry. Yeah. Let, no. Let me yeah. let me ask you about that. That's interesting. Yeah. But he said it from the pulpit, so it had to be true. Yeah. So I'm I'm just going to say, yeah. um, I I hope she doesn't listen, but my wife tells me dreams all the time. Sure. Does that normal? Does either wives tell their husbands their dreams? All well, the time? I no. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't hear that from. I've. I thought you tried to break me from using the word normal on this podcast. Oh, but, well, uh, I'm. You know the. I, I say that because. There's all kinds of stuff in her dreams, yeah. and but I don't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Now you're saying though that the context, because this was shared from the pulpit, is that what made, or is it because it was Walter's dream? It's or? because it was Walter's dream. It's because it's because of who he was and the calling that he had. It really, I which I've was been, also a dream, right? Or it was a it was a, a, vision, a vision or a dream, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but whatever was given to him, whatever revelation was given to him, he was sharing it. And I I even think he shared it in this way. Uh, I think he shared it and then said, now we'll see if it comes to pass. Like, and and I think he even said the words, and if this doesn't come to pass, just throw it out. Well, sure. Yeah. Seems obvious, right? But because he died three years later and baptism ended... Now everybody was left in this place where, like, well, we just don't, we just don't fully understand it. Well, and they didn't have him to talk to any longer either. Right. Okay. Right. So it, it left people in a place where, one, I think they didn't want to have any doubt about anything Walter said. So predicting the end of time and then it not coming to pass, I, I think that posed a problem for people because they, okay. you know, he had made the claim to have been... You know, I, I heard stories like he made the comment that I'm I'm just a man like anybody else, but when it comes to doctrine, I have been perfect. He and I heard that multiple times from people. So oh. he yeah, so he had this and if you I mean if you look back at what we've talked about before where everything was given to him by revelation and it wasn't learned, it wasn't 
mm-hmm. studied, it was given to him, then then I guess you can make that claim because you're you're claiming that for God more than you are for yourself. But oh, yeah. Um, so it really it got to be a problem when you kind of look at it like half of the dream came true is what people looked at it like. And then they, I felt like he just got a pass on the other part. Like we just don't understand it. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll understand someday. And so I assume that there was the expectation that we won't be here anymore or, you right. know, that there'd be some kind of uh, catastrophe or some, I mean, something right. that didn't happen. Right. Because the end of time is a little bit, yeah, you know, nebulous. I suppose. What does that actually mean? Oh yeah, yeah. For followers, that meant the final judgment. That that's what they were talking. That is going to occur. the The world will come to an end in six years. Is what was meant by that. Uh, so, it, the other thing about it too is because so you have two things that Walter said. Now he's. He said this dream, right. part of it has come to pass, but he also said, if it doesn't come to pass, throw it out. So now you have like the first major division that I heard about. You have the camp of, we're supposed to throw it out because Walter said to. And you have the other camp of, I'll never throw it out because it was Walter's dream. And like, okay. he can't, those things both can't be right. It, you know, so uh, that was one of the major divisions that's, that's really still going on at mm-hmm. out there today. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've, I've lived through a number of these things. In fact, uh, there's a, there's a Wikipedia page called list of dates predicted for apocalyptic events. Yeah. And if I look on there, uh, Oh heavens, probably I've lived through, where are we? 90 of them or something. I guess some of them are still future, but um, yeah, there are a lot of these kinds of um, predictions. And then you have to say, um, what do you do with them? See, I mean, none of them were, I didn't know any of these people personally. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do remember, uh, I do remember the news picking it up, um, I'm trying to think whose it was. It was probably, um, well, was certainly, it? certainly January 1st of 20, uh, of 2000. I mean, oh, yeah. that was like unavoidable. Everybody pretty much thought the world was going to end. Right. And I, I remember we were at a new year's party and, um, some, some kids snuck out of the, of the room we were in like, the, you know, 10, nine, eight, we're all counting yeah. down. Right. And they sneak out and they hit the breaker. <laughs> <laughs> all the lights go out. And I was like, "Oh, there it happened!" Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> but then um, then we looked around and figured out, okay, someone's missing, and he was a little bit in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah. So it hasn't. I mean, it's it's been going on a lot. But I I did notice in looking, I looked at the same Wikipedia page, and I noticed that a lot of them, I wouldn't say a majority, but but some of these I recognize as leaders of other groups who believe they are the one right church too. Right. I think it, I think it does a little bit go hand in hand with we've made this separation that it's only us, everybody else is wrong. 
And it just seems like there's almost this pressure for there to be something extra spiritual with your group. Well, well, the thing is, I mean, some of the identity of the group is we are preparing for this. Right. And so, I mean, a lot of the groups I think that you saw, they, they were, they would pull out of Mm -hmm. um, mainstream uh, culture or whatever. Right. And they would go off and they would wait or they would prepare, they would do Mm -hmm. certain things. And, and some of the identity, I, I, I think this is probably where it's most important is the identity of the group. In yeah. this case, um, followers of Christ is shaped by the prediction that the end's going to come. Because because then the, the risk of stepping out or the risk of doing, you know, somehow questioning or that right. risk seems much greater. Right. And I think that's one of the things that uh, I, I that's even th- one of the things that uh, what I want to say evangelical Christians from the uh, 70s, 80s, and 90s mm-hmm. are dealing with a lot of the um, end times questions that people put used to, to build fear. Yeah, Those things n- never came true. And right. so now there's left with a lot of people who grew up in those decades in particular questioning whether or not that w- all of the things that they believed are true. Right, right. And I think that that's, you know, in some respect, that that's the right thing to do. Yeah. You know, really, I mean, that's some of the, some of the problem with predicting something that um, major and having it not come true is that it is going to cause people to question. Right. And it should probably cause people to question. On the other hand, I think that that's one of the reasons that uh, we ought to probably follow the um, method of Jesus and simply say, only the father knows the day and the hour. Yeah. And yeah. you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna go there. Yeah. No, I'm glad you brought that up the the day and the hour because when people started to question then, like like you said, it does make you question things then. Mm-hmm. When when someone says the time is gonna end and then it doesn't, then you start to question you just can't help it. What well, what about other things that were said or it can't we read that it's wrong to do this and things like that? And uh People would defend it by saying, well, he didn't predict the day or the hour. So, and that's what, like, making that really literal in the Bible that Mm -hmm. Jesus said, no man will know the day or the hour. He just said it was going to be in six years. Uh, But there's... Well, there are only 365 of those days and only a certain number of the hours that it could be if it's going to happen in six years. And then six years has passed regardless. Right. But uh, even... You could also go to um, Acts in the Bible when when Jesus is going to ascend and his disciples ask him, will you now mm-hmm. return the kingdom to, to Israel? And he's not as specific about uh, days or the hours. Um, he says it's not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority. So I, I don't think we can make an excuse for someone if they don't, pick a, an hour on the, I mean, they're, they're still making a prediction of the end of time, no matter mm-hmm. what, if it's, Jesus says you won't know the season, it, it's, there's just not, that's not a fair excuse to give somebody. I, well, I and, I, and I think it's important because now, uh, you know, this, this question is uh, on the front of many people's minds because of all the things that are happening in Israel. 
Yeah. And is that going to be the thing that brings the end of time? Right. And so, um, you know, I, I guess it's probably worth just stepping back, taking a deep breath, and realizing that even Jesus himself did not pin it on this event or that event. Right. And um, that we can we can trust him with a little more than um, we can trust other people with. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's something, too, about it almost, even though you're predicting, like, the second coming of Jesus, there's still something that feels like it takes the, the focus away from Jesus and puts it on your individual group of people, and how are we going to react to this? Like, when, when you say you're the one that's been given this knowledge, and it's for your congregation, you've, you've taken the focus away from... Well, it changes. It, it, it does. changes. Rather than me hoping that Jesus is right, I'm hoping that you're right. Yeah. I mean, really, instead of hoping that Jesus will come back, it's like, oh, I sure hope you're right about your day. Yeah. Or your hour or your season, whatever. But yeah. yes, I, I do think you're right. It does begin, it shifts the focus to the predictor instead of the predicted. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, it's one of these, uh, to go back to this list, there was one that was I thought was hilarious on here. A, a guy wrote a book of 88 reasons why time would end in 1988. And then when that didn't happen, he followed it up with a book titled 89 Reasons Why Time Will End in 1989. And I, I just wonder how many, how many less copies sold of the 89 Reasons book. I, well, he had one more reason, so maybe it's all better. <laughs> I, I, I just don't know how you can... I, I don't mean to, I actually to make had a, a copy. joke I actually it. had a copy of that at one point, if I recall. Did you really? Yeah. Which one? The 88? 88. 88 yeah. reasons. Yeah, so did you I buy? I didn't buy the 89. I okay. didn't buy the 88 either. <laughs> okay. Somehow found it uh, somewhere. Yeah. So what do, you, what do you think it is that makes people feel the need to have to know when the end is going to be or well i think a lot of it is uh fear and w i think the world we live in is a scary place and it was a it was a scary place in 1935 yeah. when uh it was predicted the first time that yep. you mentioned or was it five or seven or whenever yeah it was like scarier in, in 37 so i would yeah. expect it to be uh, scary yeah and it was scary in um what 1966 too yeah and Various things, if you just think back to the to World War II or you think back mm -hmm. to the Vietnam War or the things that were happening in the world, yeah, uh, it was not going to be... Th there were reasons to think that. Yeah. And I think that if, if you can lay down, like, this is the thing that is... This is what's happening. I'm giving meaning to these frightening events. Right. Then that's... Mm. There's a lot of power in that. And so, you know, I, I think we all kind of want that. I mean, we, we get hurt maybe, or we have a car accident or our car doesn't start or, you know, yeah. we, and we say, why is this happening to me? Yeah. And then all of a sudden somebody comes along and says, it's happening to you because this is the, this is the sign of the times or this is the end or this right. is, this is what God is doing here. I do think there's a lot of, I don't know, power to that. And so those are some of my guesses about why that worked. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, 
I have um, I just have a a question, I guess, about the timing, and this is just a question that I have. But mm-hmm. the timing of it um, toward the you know the the later years in Walter's life at Followers, and uh, this is the dream. I, I'm just seeing now the fruit that came from it. Okay, and, and I think that's what makes me question it more and just like what what is it that what is it that makes people willing to believe something that clearly didn't come to pass what makes people say um I- i'm gonna hold on to some shred of hope that he was right about this even what well, I th- I 50 think a, 60 years later i think it's a great question and i think that i think w- in some respect again I'm playing amateur psychologist here, but I think yeah. we I think we all do that to some degree. I mean, we have a we have a situation in our family of origin, and we wonder why you know why did Dad leave or w- something, and we tell ourselves a story about it, and yeah. we make something up. And well, it was, um, you know, maybe we say it's on account of me, or we say it's because right. you know that, and we and we we sort of re we we tell a story that you know, refits yeah. the events. And I think probably that's what's happening yeah. because we're still trying to make sense of, you know, things that were hard when we were younger. Right. And right. so, I mean, all all of this is, how do I want to say it? It's not, I don't feel like it's, ir, even, I was going to say irrational. There, There is a sense of irrationality about it, but it's, People do this kind of thing all the time, I guess. Mm-hmm. They, people are irrational in lots of ways, right. this being one of them. Let me say, that's probably the best way to say it. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I, yeah, I guess, I mean, thinking about, like I said, the fruit that has come from it, it this, this dream really is what people go all the way back to. Like when Cindy and I were talking with, family members when we were leaving followers when like we were saying we feel like this is what we're being led to do we're we want to follow Jesus and we don't think we can do that here um, and the the advice that we got was you you just need to hang on for the end Walters had this dream uh, it the fullness of the Gentiles has come uh, that's Another thing that I don't know if we've even talked about on here before, but um, it, it it allows them to stay comfortable. It, it allows them to stay with. I think it's more than even more than comfortable. I think it's safe. See, I think yeah. it, I think it does have to do with the fear and the stakes getting erased. Mm-hmm. Like this would be a bad time to step out if, in fact, the end is going to come. Right. So I, I yeah I think it's I think there's a safety and a fear factor. Um, more than a comfort factor, right. really. Right. But I mean, I'm just guessing at that. Yeah, I just, it just makes me, um, yeah, it, it's hard to even put into words how I feel about it. But when, when it's something that people will use as a foothold, as a, a thing to hang on to, instead of taking a step of faith to follow Jesus, when it, it's, it's just really, um, and it just as I'm talking, it's painful to talk about. Mm-hmm. Even it's, uh, yeah. 
Well, but well, so you you just put it, you just recast it right there into an act of faith, mm. which is so. So this is really what you know. I don't know. Religion is about you might say, or mm-hmm. certainly, certainly saving faith in Christ is about faith. Yeah. And so the the reality is, we all believe something. We all t- again tell ourselves a story, but but we have faith in something, even if it's just that my you know, the ground will hold me or that right. I won't float up or what, you know, it's faith in a lot of different things, but, but religious faith in particular, people are believing this as it, you know, and what you're, what you're saying is that that belief competes with yeah the fact that I really do uh, need to uh, repent of my sins and trust yeah. Jesus to, to save me so that his righteousness becomes mine and my sins are forgiven, and I need to do that. Is a, in what you're saying is that this is a mm-hmm. competing truth claim or a competing uh, source or reason that people believe, and so they're believing the one instead of the other, and right. that's that's where the trouble comes. But I, I like that you recast it kind of in terms of, of faith, and I think that's important. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's good. It's it's just I like it's a different. It's a different story. the The problem is, is that we're fifty years now removed. I don't. I'm not doing it, sixty years almost removed from when this was told to the people, and mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's a familiar truth, if that makes sense. It's like you're raised knowing this truth. It's mm-hmm. a, it, yeah. It's an it's an important story. It's yeah. in that community. Yeah, and then I mean, even, and then even when you ask the question, but but time didn't end. Well, we just don't understand yet is what I was told. Now, that is not going to be what everybody sure. is told. I hope I've made that clear on here many times, but at, at my house, it was th- this, this is going to come to pass. Someday we'll understand what he meant by this. And I'm like, man, how do you uh, that's well, in some respect to what you're saying right now. Now I, <clears throat> is that we'll understand what he meant. We, as yes, you will, because yeah. you're recognizing now yeah. that um, this was not true, and and that's an important realization. Yeah, it is. And I think that that's, um, it's probably worth uh, reevaluating. Yeah. And um, uh, again, and we talked about this before, but the, the source of confidence we, we talked about when mm-hmm. we're talking about a called man is how do you verify or how do you find these right. things out? And, and it's, it's really hard when it's behind some kind of a screen of a dream or a vision and right. like, who's to question that. Right. And I think you've got to, you've got to kind of be able to pull the veil back and say, does this accord with facts? Yeah. The world didn't end. Yeah. Does it accord with the scriptures? Uh, it doesn't. Right. It says no one's going to know. So yeah. there are a few things that would cause you to really seriously reevaluate this particular teaching and story. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's a there's another part that tells you in, in scripture that tells you that that you can evaluate the fruit that that you will know them by their fruit and you can tell if something. And and when I look now at the fruit that the willingness to believe 
and I'm, I did this for years, but the willingness to believe Walter's dream over what the Bible says has led to the gospel not being preached for 60 years, uh, the Bible not being taught for going on 30-some years now, um, no evangelism, no trying to reach uh, the lost people. There's, there's no functions of a church that happen, and that is the fruit of this dream, Interesting. It, in my opinion. It's, uh, I mean, I don't it's think it's central. only this dream, but it's but it, that central. But, wow, okay. I, I, think it's, I think if you look at the fruits and you look at the current situation at followers, I think that that is as clear to me when I use the Bible. That's as clear proof to me that it isn't true as time not ending in 1960 or 71 or two, whenever right. it was supposed okay. to be. But I, I just think that you're right. It goes back to what we talked about before is where do you, where do you establish truth from? Mm -hmm. And um, we're, we're a broken record, I guess, on this, or, or I am, but I, I just want people to establish their truth in God's word. And no matter what anyone else says, not, not me, not Walter, not you, not anybody, just. You, you want to be able to verify in yeah. some respect. Uh, you know, they say trust and verify. Mm -hmm. and, and even that's fine. I mean, go yeah. ahead. And if you want to yeah. give somebody the benefit of the doubt, give them the benefit of the doubt, but verify. Yeah. And if you can verify it, that's different. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's yeah. that, that's interesting. I'm I'm glad that you, you know, <laughs> yeah. were willing to talk about the dream. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, and I think, I mean, we probably want to talk about a little bit. Just this this dream was of um, the second coming of Jesus, or the, I mean that that is that is true. the The Bible says that is true. That mm -hmm. is going to happen. I don't know when, uh, but. I know that that is going to happen, and and I want people to be focused on that. And Jesus' advice for for his disciples when they ask, because they asked multiple times, when when will you do this? When will you? And his advice was was always just be prepared, just mm -hmm. be prepared for it. And and that's what I want. You know, I don't want to just come on and complain about a dream. I want to tell that is going to happen someday right. and be prepared for it. And we do that by following God's word and not any man. Mm -hmm. So good. No, that's a, that's a good closer to say, yeah, I mean, bring it back to, you've got to come to terms with Jesus, submit yeah. to Jesus, believe in Jesus, repent of your sins and turn to him so that, uh, you're, you're prepared. Yeah. Uh, and the scripture is really clear that if you do that, uh, you know, God will, forgive you and he will accept you and you will yeah. be ready when he comes to judge, you will be, um, e essentially, uh, clothed in the, the righteousness of Christ. And yeah. you might say it this way that God won't have anything to judge because he'll have the righteousness of Christ yeah. in you. And so that would be, you just really want to make sure that's the case for you. Yeah. There will not be any exemptions for, having believed in this other way, I thought, I thought this was going to save me, the, the church that I went to mm -hmm. or this other thing. So yeah, it's the righteousness of Christ is the only thing that's going to do it. Um, well, we, we sang a song, uh, when he cometh, 
And this was uh, a song that Cindy would sing to our kids a lot to put them to, to sleep, too. So, uh, When he cometh, when he cometh, to make up his jewels, all his jewels, precious jewels, his loved and his own, like the stars of the morning, his bright crown adorning, they shall shine in their beauty, bright gems for his crown. Uh, he will gather, he will gather the gems of, for his kingdom, all the pure ones, all the bright ones, his loved and his own. And then the last verse is, little children, little children who love their redeemer are the jewels, precious jewels, his loved and his own. Hmm. So there's not quite as much like gospel focus in that song, but it is talking about second coming of Jesus. He's coming for his own. He's coming for his own. Yeah. And so be yeah. ready. Yeah, be ready. <laughs> well, thanks, Scott. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, hopefully this has been helpful. If you have questions or comments or a topic that you would like us to cover, you can reach us at comments at onerightchurch.com. And for more information, you can visit our website, www.onerightchurch.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.